hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. I got something for you for uh, for today. For today? I see the crystal raindrops fall, and the beauty of it all <laughs> is when the sun comes shining through, <laughs> to make those rainbows in my mind. When I think of you sometime, I want to spend some time with you, just the two of us. The two of us? We can make it if we try, just the two of us. Just the two of us. Welcome to Segment City's Valentine's episode, baby. You've entered the oh, romance wow. zone, and you didn't even that, know. That song has exactly one extra verse that I forgot. Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to go into the just the two of us a little uh-huh. bit quicker. No, this, this, um, yeah, I figured I'd start it off just smooth for you. Ooh, Ooh smooth, smooth yeah, for Steve you. How's it going out there on not Valentine's Day (laughs) in our time period? Yeah, it's a parallel timeline where we are, where it's Valentine's Day here, but not for you. Yeah, maybe we we could have we could have planned it out a little bit. (laughs) We could have planned it a little bit better. You know, it just goes to show how much Valentine's means to me. Relatively nothing. What's yeah? I was about to ask how how's it feel to be spending Valentine's Day with me mm. instead of your lovely girlfriend? Listen, this will be Valentine's Day number seven for me and my girlfriend, and we agreed pretty early on that we were like, "Oh, this is relatively meaningless for the both of us." So you mean the the holiday, <laughs> the capitalist holiday, oh, what? where they just try to sell you flowers and hearts? Me? Where they're just oh, I can yeah. be oh, I can be easily one with flowers and chocolates. I'll eat those chocolates, please, and the flowers while I'm at it. Annie and I did agree. That, well, we we just decided to postpone so we could get the just discount punt. chocolates. Yeah, you punt. and go to a restaurant without a million people there. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna do it, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I think we're gonna try to that, we're gonna try to get a massage day. this weekend, and that's gonna be it. We're gonna figure it out. Oh. Yeah. Massages can either be very relaxing, or if it's a deep tissue massage, it's torture. I've never gotten a deep tissue massage, but what I've heard is like I, it's a man full force punching your back. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust. There's a certain subsection of people who are not doctors and yet operate on your body with impunity. With impunity, and yeah. <laughs> them and chiropractors there's, there's a, are just a like doing whatever for. You wouldn't feel that comfortable undressed in front of your doctor. Why? Wh- who's on no. whose authority are you getting undressed for your massage therapist? What makes what the, gives them the right? The neck cracking like chiropractor oh, stuff I love, makes me cringe. I Everybody, love it. People so much love it. I, love I don't it. like love it. I because it's the loudest crack on the neck, and I'm like, you just killed the person. That person's neck. <laughs> you just snap their neck. There's no way a body's supposed to make that noise they, naturally. They, if you just held up a, a microphone to that, that's the recording they use for the fatality in, in, in Mortal Kombat. Right there for the neck crack. But but that this, person is somehow still alive and has paid you for those, this service. 
Um, actually, um, actually, uh, they use like cantaloupes and stuff like that for the squishy part. Oh yeah, fully yeah. work is very interesting. But anyway, also acupuncture, mm. also wild. I can't. What is, I don't understand a- acupuncture. Yeah, I'm I think with it's you. supposed to be like your your chakra ways. It's supposed to open up some things. I don't understand. The- Where do the needles go? They go they in go- your face. Do they always go in your face? I feel like they could go in your back sometimes. Yeah, they go in different areas to stimulate different things, but I don't think introducing metal pins is going to make me feel better. There's yeah. No- <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. People swear it's people who go to acupuncture swear, by, swear it. by it. So like there's got to be some merit or else people would stop going. That being said, there's a lot of psychics out there that are still in business and that is a whole load of baloney. So there's there are that's one of those things like acupuncture and all that chiropractic. If you sign a contract and you we're in a we live in the US, which is a free country. This is the type doesn't hurt anybody except for yourself. Yeah. Uh, I don't like psychics because they are actively harming other people. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't sign a contract, you just walk into a weird tent and then they're like, "I'm going to tell you your fortune. Dude. You're going to die in water." <laughs> and you're like, "What? Wait, wait, what? what? Excuse you just, me?" Also, you dude, just gave me a phobia, dude. dude what's dude, up? Take my health insurance. Also, no, come on, <laughs> please. And it's sure it's guy comes in and he's like, "Death by water," you say. Well, you're gonna have a deduction based on if you're near water. Mm-hmm. If you get near, we, your rates are gonna go up. Your rates. Oh, you live on you live on an <laughs> island, so your rates are skyrocketing. <laughs> It's that vertical integration we've all been fearing. The the big insurance companies are buying up all the psychics all over the all over the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're also buying up all the land in Segment City. In all Segment, segment. City, the only city. only thing you're going to die of in Segment City is death by chocolate this time. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I'm Will Kane, and I'm everybody's Valentine today. Oh. I've, Even more so on non Valentine's Day. I'm just constantly ooh ooh. How's it going? This is how I talk to people when I meet them. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh just for today. Hi. I'm hi. Theo Sapakos, and I just drew this little heart with a word on it, and it says, saucy. That's right. <laughs> saucy today. One of the little chalky ones? The a candies? Little chalk. I'm going to eat it. Oh, it tastes like chalk. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's All made right. from in the same factory. That's right. It's a good Necco and, wafer. And this is a comedy podcast in which Theo and I dumpster dive our way through the internet. We go to a lot of major websites, and we don't use those websites like you're supposed to. I go to a lot of minor websites, actually. The only one that we actually probably use the site like some designer actually wants us to is Wikipedia. Some designer? (laughs) The great designer behind Wikipedia? They were just like, let's take- Steve Jobs? Was it Steve Jobs? (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a book book page and put it on the internet with links. That's genius. This couldn't go wrong. And anyone can edit it? Perfect. Perfect. That'll be great. (laughs) Hey, you know what? There's no problems there. You know what? It's some bullshit that teachers back in the day were like, don't use Wikipedia as a source. Wikipedia pretty reliably has good facts. Same people who said you are not going to have a calculator in your pocket. Yes. Yes. Uh, Great. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, actually, I know. They can't predict the future, but I can predict the future. What's that? Ooh, I'm a psychic now. I'm going to predict my next segment, which is the same segment we do every beginning, except for the last few ones. Will Stupid Thought, I have a brand new stupid thought for you, Theo. Mm -hmm. This week, certain content is getting longer and shorter Give me examples of what you're talking about, because I think that I agree with, I, with certain, the longer, certain, for sure. 
certain pieces of media are getting longer. Shorter is like TikTok. Everything mm-hmm. I, I've been Light hearing size. a lot about, like news stories, sound clips are getting shorter and shorter. People's attention span. Everyone's talking about how everyone's attention span is being lowered by TikTok and things. I think a lot of traditional media getting longer. Mm. I watched, I watched Nightmare Alley. That is a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, yeah. Didn't need to be because Guillermo del Toro like read a book from the 1940s and he's like, I love this book. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put every single <laughs> word in page on film, <laughs> even the boring parts. <laughs> cool, sick. I love that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you that generally my my attitude towards uh, content is like you have you have you know very little of my time to hook me, and then I'm out. Mm. That being said, if you happen to be a YouTube video about say the infrastructure of trucking in the United States, you have thirty <laughs> minutes of my time pretty consistently. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube content is getting longer because of the algorithm. It's getting longer, TikTok content but shorter. Yes, because of the algorithm. Because they also have YouTube shorts that are just like, we're trying to be TikTok, we're to be I TikTok, guess. We're yeah. going to throw some stuff in. Also, games are getting longer. Yeah. Because I will give you a Psychonauts 1, 8 to maybe 16-hour game. I forget. I haven't played yeah. it a while. It was like, it was a traditional game for like Xbox era. It's weird so because there's there, some calculation hours. around like what what makes the $60 price tag worth it? And this has been a question. And I feel like we're yeah. we're pulling back from the days when people are like, okay, well, you know, like... How long is the game? How big is the game? Now we're like, okay, Assassin's Creed, you're too big. You need to reel it in. Like, figure it out. Uh, this this exact moment was actually, I feel like, hit when Dying Light 2 came out and was like, there's 900 hours of content. Something stupid, and everybody yeah. was like, uh, uh, no. New. You, you're really, not doing 900. Yeah. It's, it, you cannot create 900 hours of content as a game. So that just tells me that all of it's just mile wide, inch deep. Right. Um. Everyone was... Like, because every game now is just like so fucking long, yeah. <laughs> and I'm God of War, which I'm. St- I mean, I I still need to finish it, but God of the first God of War is like an eight hour game, and now it's like, hello, welcome to this thirty hour epic. We're only making two of these because we yeah. did, we ran out of plot. <laughs> like that being said, there are examples where I'm like, this hit the nail on the head for how long it wanted to be, and God of War mm-hmm. felt like that to me, where I was like, it doesn't feel like it overstays its welcome because the content is not repetitive. And no. the storytelling is good. But that being said, I didn't want another 15 hours of it when I finished that game. I'm like, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's there's just a lot of games and stuff that are not respecting my time. I think it's also making games. I think AAA games are going to have, are expanding now. I think they're going to maybe start contracting. Because mm-hmm. I think people are figuring out that you can't, you can't make these games. Right. That are gigantic and infinite, and you where should, gamers yeah. are like are, are always going to ask for like more and more and more, and I think there needs to be push up back by people <laughs> like us who are like I have a job and I can't like yep. if you're gonna Red Dead Redemption Two, I understand it's a big game, but also but like please only once every four years is how long I can, how often yeah exactly I can do that. <laughs> like everybody's putting them out nowadays. But anyway, let's go. What's hopefully not going to be too short and not too not long. Not too long. Just hit the nail on the head. I have some You're Valentine's Day themed themed segments Ooh. for you this week. <laughs> You're really going with the Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, it, I was looking into some content here. And <laughs> this one really hits, ooh, the romance. The hits the romance on the head. We're taking you back. It's sort of a, Wiki, it's a Wikipedia historian, but it's from a different site. Inside okay. the St. Valentine's Day massacre, history's bloodiest mob hit. <laughs> 
hey, this this is less romantic than I thought it was. Yeah. I thought this was interesting, so I'm gonna I'm gonna walk you through this. Article. I'm gonna find it very interesting, yeah. but it, I thought it was gonna be like, ooh, the the kiss festival of 1918. <laughs> it's ooh, like, ooh, can do the most kisses. On February 14th, 1929, Frank Gusenberg was rushed to a hospital, a Chicago hospital, with 14 gunshot wounds. When the police asked him who shot him, he had a surprising answer: No one shot me. <laughs> I think oh no oh, one. it was a ghost they, they cast an invisibility spell Goose am I gonna make it doctor <laughs> well you look like Swiss cheese so I don't know <laughs> 14 gunshots I, I don't know someone must have shot you Goosenberg a well known gangster was, I, was either determined to adhere to the criminal's code of silence or terrified of whoever he knew to be behind the attack three hours later he was dead Upon his death, Gusenberg became the final victim of what became known as the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, perhaps the most infamous mob hit in history. Gusenberg and six other members of George Bugs Moran's Northside gang have been lined up against a wall in his garage and slaughtered in a hail of gunfire. Fucking, they have images of this. It's, it's, seen, it's nasty. It's, it's I've, grisly. I haven't seen the, the outcome. I have seen the guys like, they took a picture of them up, lining them up. <laughs> yeah. That was mob back in back in the day. They're just like say cheese because you're going to be Swiss, Swiss cheese. cheese. <laughs> yeah. Many believe that the feared mobster Al Capone was behind the hit, which might explain Gusenberg's reluctance to say the word to the cops. But to his to this day, the perpetrators of the St. Valentine's Day massacre remain unknown for certain. I, they like to like in this in this article they try to like make it kind of a mystery who did it. It's pretty certain it was Al Capone. Like. This has yeah, his, his, his accounts. St- it's like he was involved. Yeah, I'll just keep reading. But yeah. uh, around 10.30 a.m. on February 14th, the four men approached Moran's warehouse at uh, 2122 North Clark Street. They Two were dressed as police officers. The other two were dressed like well-stressed civilians in suits and ties, while the driver wore an expensive chinchilla and gray fedora. What, chinchilla the, what, and what gray a rich fedora. tapestry. Like, I love this because it's so classic mobster. They're gonna like knock on the door, and the the police are the police officers just gonna be like, "Hey, we heard that you guys had we a heard. lot of money here. <laughs> we this, heard this you is guys our driver with a guys. <laughs> yeah. with a fedora. Does your driver have a fedora that is made of uh, gray? What is it? chinchilla? Is it made of chinchilla? <laughs> ah, don't worry. How many chinchillas do one hat? <laughs> This seems awfully suspicious. Let me talk to the boss. Uh, let us <laughs> Let me <laughs> Yeah, I guess. The six men on the warehouse were affiliated with gang leader George Bugs Moran. One of them, Reinhardt Schwimmer, wasn't really a gang member. He was an optometrist, but liked the appeal of having underworld friends. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but he got shot for it. Uh, yeah. The other were a mix of killers and bezelers and robbers, as well as a German shepherd named Highball. All of them answered to Moran, and none of them expected anything out of the ordinary on that cold February morning. Outside, the four unidentified men had been waiting for a signal. When Albert Weinshank, a nightclub owner who may have been mistaken for Moran himself, entered the building, the four men got the signal to move in. With that, the St. Valentine's Day massacre was underway. No one knows exactly what happened in the warehouse. Were Moran's men alarmed? Did they shrug it off as a police raid? In any case, they did not. They did what they were told. The seven men lined up against the wall, uh, their backs to the intruders. The, the strangers raised their gun, uh, Tommy's and tw- a twelve-gauge shotgun, and opened fire. Fucking, fucking Maybe brutal. they're gonna just spank us. Maybe they'll just give us a spanking for being bad mobsters. I, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, so that who wanted to kill Bugs Moran is, is the question here. 
The ensuing investigation into... Yeah, good one. Got him. Okay. Got him. <laughs> the ensuing investigation into the St. Valentine's Day massacre focused primarily on rival sh- Chicago mobster Al Capone, even though the gangster had been in Florida in a Florida courthouse at the at the time. So he was in court when this happened. But that's not okay, that doesn't mean anything. How, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But, but Capone had a wide reach. He would also had well known vendetta against Moran. Moreover, the hit reeked of Capone's distinct style. For much of the decade preceding the massacre, Bugs and Capone ran bitterly opposed gangs in Chicago. Moran's men were Irish Northsiders. Capone's were Italian Southsiders. The two men clashed, often violently, over control of the city in the 1920s, especially when it came to bootlegging booze during Prohibition. Um, hmm. It's let's all see. about Prohibition. Yeah. That's how he rose to power. Imagine in- the fights between Irish and Italian. Like, you could hear it down, echoing down the streets of like, ah, ba, ba, boop, boop, <laughs> and then, oh, goodbye. <laughs> Just the, the yelling of combat. You'd be laughing, but but not it's probably, probably, probably terrible I'm, I'm trying to make light <laughs> in september 1926 <laughs> and his sorry. men escaped escalated the conflict when they ro- drove past a, a hotel where capone and his men were eating and sprayed the building with more than 1,000 bullets it somehow oh, I capone escaped it unha- with, unharmed sprayed it with axe body spray it's like oh my meal now it smells <laughs> like a teenage boy locker room my bolognese is a ruined uh it's unlikely that Moran was the ultimate target. In fact, Moran had been had been at the scene, but he'd simply arrived there late. Upon seeing seeing the police car outside, Moran turned and walked the other way. He got a coffee <laughs> and running into one of his associates, told him to avoid the garage because it looked like the police were raiding it. All the while, Moran had no idea that someone had just murdered seven of his men. Anyways, he escapes and Sorry, the question I, is still unanswered. I, what if he walked in and he's just like, sorry, guys, I was just getting a Danish down the Whoa! <laughs> sorry, guys, you know oh, I love to dunk my an donuts. Optometrist? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man, now my crime and my eye appointment are ruined. Oh, no. Oh, no. They got the brains behind the operation. <laughs> the German Shepherd. Who <laughs> was like flipping a coin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's smoking a cigar in the corner. Woof, I'm, woof. Woof, uh, woof. woof. Uh, I'm too furry for this shit. This is one of those things that it's like, kind of like Jack the Ripper, where it's an infamous crime. Yeah. But it's like four dudes dying in like a crime war that probably killed like a hundred people. It's notable, but just because it's so grisly. Like the out the photos yeah, that, that come out like are just like, up. yeah. And, and, and like, clear, prohibition was was ill-conceived for many reasons but but gang <laughs> warfare was was maybe one of the top ones you know it's like people are gonna drink i don't know what to tell you and and like there's a lot of money in it there's just a lot of money in it if you're gonna be moving around this kind of this kind of merch you know it is wild that that hap- prohibition happened in america you could absolutely not do that today no people would be immediately imagine the twitter outrage if biden even was like Maybe people should drink less. Everyone would be like, what are you talking about? I don't know. You, I'm going to go into the White House and I'm going to tell you how drunk I'm not. Okay, bye. Biden. What's your name? So there's a, there's a bunch of other details here, but I just thought it was like, I don't know. Mob stuff is kind of fun. I think mob stuff is kind of fun. In, in mob uh, like etiquette, yeah. can you go like, who shot you? His name rhymes with <laughs> Pal Malone's. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, write that down. It rhymes like <laughs> sounds like 
Paul Malone. Yeah, but that could be any number of gangsters. Sal Bajone, Mal Cologne. <laughs> Can we play a game of taboo? And, and his name is the taboo. I'll give you a hint. It's the answer to today's wordle. <laughs> okay, let's look on wordle. Oh, I never get these. Everybody's I never always get posting these. about them. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a lovely piece of Valentine's Little Day Valentine's history. Day. Uh, last fun fact for you. Apparently, Al Capone had syphilis at the end of his life. Yep. And it reduced his mental capacity to that of a 12-year-old by the time he died. Well, Apparently, he would sit on a diving board and fish in his swimming pool. Yep. Wild. He was. I don't think he was that smart go, g- going into it. Because I, I saw a thing on What are you on trying to say? I don't have a college degree or nothing? I can't... He would go... He became famous because he would do interviews with the reporters. Yeah, he'd, he'd be like, "Hey, what? I don't know nothing <laughs> about nothing. It's just me, Al Capone, mob mobster. Dang it! What I say?" He like for some reason just couldn't couldn't get out of the limelight. He just like just 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 go underground, my dude. Just walk a- old old style criminals, old style Crazy. criminals out there and going to court all the time. Now that now you get like local news articles. <laughs> Yeah. That are just like local idiot tells people that he's a mobster. <laughs> but speaking of speaking uh, of speaking of my next hit, you better get to your next segment. Speaking of people talking publicly, oh, and making um maybe some kind of slogans and catchphrases. This is also Wikipedia historian list of political catchphrases. Oh yes, I'm so ready for this. Some of them are going to be so bad. I. This is a list on Wikipedia uh, from WikiQuote specifically. Um, this is broken up by country. Okay. So I, I, and this is one of those uh, segments that I'm going to have to dole out over a couple of episodes because there's a lot. <laughs> I only took the ones that I thought were funny. And also another rule that I'm going to implement is that if I find it socially acceptable, I'm going to do an impression. Like okay, an yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's there are it. certain ones that I'm not going to do. You're not going to touch them, but but some for, of them. For like, obvious reasons. If there's going to be some um, primo Russian ones in here, I could already tell. Yeah. We we probably won't even get to Russian because there are so many, and they're so wild. <laughs> Starting in Argentina. Okay, here we go. Argent, all this, there's some, the South American ones are um, wild mm-hmm. and spicy. Spicy. Um. Some of the later ones, not from Argentina, but like in other South American countries, um, spicy in a bad way. But I won't be going over those we'll ones because be, they were we not will funny. Be they were those. just sad. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> from Argentina. They also provide some context around it, and then other ones don't. <laughs> so okay. I, okay. So so they get wild, uh, and sometimes you're just like, why'd they say that, though? But this one, starting off. Whoever gambles with the dollar loses. Said in 1976 by then Minister of Economy Lorenzo Sigut uh, in order to discourage the use of foreign currency to boost the local peso. Ironically, two days after the statement, the dollar increased in value by 30%, making everyone (laughs) who had gambled with the dollar rich. (laughs) This display of incompetence eventually led to Sigut's resignation. This guy keeps insisting that that buying dollars is by exchanging for dollars is Whoops. a bad idea. He's our minister of finance. Exactly. Clearly, he Whoever doesn't understand. <laughs> with the dollar, you mean the stock market? <laughs> he doesn't understand the basics. Why he, is he the guy? He who understands money is a stupid boy. 
He who understands money is poor morally? I don't know how this works. Next one. A doctor to the right, please. Said by presidential candidate Raul Ricardo Alfonso in 1983 during a speech when seeing a person fainting. So he's just like making a speech and he's just like, a doctor to the right, please. And I'll <laughs> sure, continue with my speech. I'm going on like Teddy Roosevelt, except he wasn't the one that was <laughs> going down. Next one. The house is in order. Happy Easter. <laughs> said by then Happy president <laughs> said by then president Raul Ricardo Alfonsin, same guy, hey, after same a guy, limited after a limited military uprising just before Easter, when he was forced Happy to negotiate Easter. a surrender <laughs> from which the rebels walked free, used sarcastically. <laughs> Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Our house is in order totally. <laughs> so, this guy uh just keeps on with with the great thing these guys these are, rattling them out these are political catchphrases by the way these are things that they like attributed to him oh, okay like, right. these are things that like keep in the mind right right, the, right right so like this next one i don't know how the people this was probably on their a- airways for a while you're not doing so bad fatty said by <laughs> president Alfonsin <laughs> in response to a complaint about the country's inflation problems and the lack of food by an overweight man in the audience during a political rally. Woof. An ironic remark because the overweight man clearly did not lack food. I, they didn't need to explain the joke. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, my dear little brother, a familiar term used by then-President Carlos Sol Menem, uh, usually before a sarcastic remark. So this is his catchphrase. This is actually he his was, catchphrase. He, like, he would drop, this is him being like, dear little brother. Hey, little boy, <laughs> you don't know anything about anything. Use now, Sounds like kind is, of an ass. <laughs> he probably is kind of a... Imagine somebody coming up to you at your work and just be like... This is just being ultimate. Yeah, yeah. This is just being like literally being condescending. Um. Next one is we're doing badly, but getting better. He's by (laughs) by the same guy, (laughs) by by the my little brother guy, Carlos, President Carlos Salmenem. In 1990, referring to the general states of affairs of the country. Oh, geez. We're doing badly, we're doing bad. but getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just work here. This is in a string of Argentini- Argentinian presidents saying, we're good. We're not good. Uh, <laughs> I feel like next the, next, one the is- next one is going to be like him being like, did I do that? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next one is, uh, the country is... Dot, dot, dot. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> a phrase said by it doesn't have a question mark. I said it like I, it, the country, country is, is fine. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. not great. No, it's, it's not. It's, you know, it's going it's okay. Fine. It's said by Fernando Del Rol. Del Rol. Uh, when the two thousands uh, Argentinian crisis started, my vote is not positive. Is the next one <laughs> phrase said by Vice President. Uh, Julio Carbos, Cobos in 2008 when he voted against a controversial project of his own president. So huh. he was just like, I vote no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the last one, they say I am boring, 
repeated campaign phrase from Fernando de la Rowe <laughs> in 1999. Vote for me. They say I'm boring. <laughs> they say I'm fucking boring. I'm a, I'm a square. It's like, why was his camp- like, <laughs> who, he had to sign off on that. What campaign manager came up with that? Like, everybody so seems to think that he's boring. Why don't, why don't we just say that? Everybody's thinking. I am boring. It. I am an accountant. What if his thing was just like I'm an accountant? I'm an accountant. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Oh, good, good. Our economy is in the trash." Good, good. This next uh, set of things is from Australia. Okay. Well, may we say, "God save the Queen," because nothing will save the go- Governor General. <laughs> oh, whoa! Oh, that's said a by big dismissed oof. Prime Minister Golf Whitlam. G O U. G-H. Goff. Goff. So, yeah, Goff Whitlam. Uh, on 11th of November, 1975, after he had been sacked by G- General Governor Sir John Carr. Uh, so he was literally like... He's fired and he's like, Fuck Nobody's going place. to save you now, General. <laughs> Governor General. This is the recession that Australia had to have. Had to have it. Had to have it. This, this is Said- coming. You guys had this one coming. Said by National Treasurer Paul Keating in 1990 regarding the late 1980s recession. Ease the squeeze. Said you, by Mark Litham. What's that? No context. What's that? What do you say? Ease the squeeze. Ease the squeeze? Ease the squeeze. Ease you gotta the ease it. Stop squeezing me so easy. Ease the squeeze. <laughs> ease the squeeze. No context. I, I assume that it's like a, a economic thing. I hope he was getting elected for, for president and it just said- mm-hmm. Vote for me. Ease the squeeze. Ease the squeeze. <laughs> Next one. Keep the bastards honest. Yeah. By Don Chip. Don Chip. What a man. great name. What a man. Leader of the Australian Democrats. This one is just working families. Used by Kevin Rudd during the 2007 election campaign. That's His so, slogan so was generic. just <laughs> so working generic. families. I, they say I'm boring. Working families. <laughs> That's like the equivalent of a U.S. president running and just being like, fly over states. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Christian values? Christian Ooh, values? Is that going to work? Is that going to work? This next, uh, there's only one from Australia. Or not, sorry, not Australia, Austria. I, I don't know, Austria. what is an Austrian accent? Just kind of Germany? Germanish, yeah. I know... This all sounds complicated. Everything is very complicated. <laughs> Said by Fe- Federal <laughs> Chancellor Fred Sinowatz. Uh, the phrase is used ironically to hide the fact that one is not able to elaborate on a subject or may be even clueless about it. So he just is like, I know this all sounds complicated. <laughs> it's, Everything's it's complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, you want me to talk about it? Uh, Too complicated. Very complicated. Too complicated. From Belgium, uh, Belgian, I don't know what Belgian, at. the oh. constitution is not some silly piece of paper. That's a the good one. The constitution is not a silly <laughs> piece of paper. That's that's very <laughs> Swedish, but <laughs> are Belgians, I, I feel like they talk like this a little bit. They have a weird, that's, like, That's kind like of, Netherlands, kind of. That's Nether, okay. Netherlands, okay. So that's close. That's yeah. kind of close. I love that one because the constitution is not silly, some silly piece of paper. I'm going to just jump ahead real quick. The Constitution uh, to, is some silly piece of paper. Uh, <laughs> to the Dominican Republic, where they said, the Constitution is just a piece of paper. You can have By- it either way. You can really Lucky. have it however you want it. 
Belugar in 1994. <laughs> I like so. this because you can either, you know, you can decide where you want to live based on how you view the Constitution. Either you go to the mm-hmm. Dominican Republic where it's, you know, it's just a piece ah, of paper. No, I want to have that. Or you Belgium's live in like, Belgium. We've had like, this. like, we need, we need this right here. We've had this since 1827 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, this I is don't know, it. we throw it away every day. <laughs> another, another one from Belgium. Who is still believing these people? Those people. No context. Who is I'm, still believing those people? <laughs> that's very Anyone? relatable. Oh, very you're relatable. still believing them? I can't believe you. I've seen this. <laughs> this one is probably my favorite. I've seen the future. It's scary in Belgian. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, like <laughs> that sounds like a, a line out of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madden. I've seen the future and it's scary. Scary in, in Belgian. Belgian. <laughs> I'm going to tell people that from the <laughs> I've seen the future, and it's scary in Belgium. A lot of waffles everywhere. God. God, it's Next scary. one. Uh, there are no Belgians. By Any Jules context? Des- <laughs> Desray in 1912. 1912 was a wild time. But they're just there like, no there's Bel- no Belgian. But the future is Belgian. Just future Germans, I guess. <laughs> because 1912, right before a couple of big things. Um, and then this one is a political catchphrase, I guess. Daddy's Belgium. This is I Daddy's hate... Belgium. Is it? Th- is it? Uh, is it? Daddy is Belgium or Daddy's possessive Belgium? Daddy's possessive Belgium. Oh, I I think Daddy's I hate that Belgium. I hate this was said by that... Gaston Iskin. <laughs> Gaston. No one. <laughs> Loves his daddy like Gaston. <laughs> no one campaigns like Gaston. Nobody's weird like Gaston. <laughs> Nobody says uncomfortable things on the road like Gaston. <laughs> uh, I think we're just going to end out with Brazil. Yes. Ooh, Brazil, the land A of wild sun place. and big old butts. Uh, I didn't know about anything said by Lula when asked about the Mansalo scandal that had Jose Duro, Lula... Lula's intimate friend and then chief of staff as the head of the scheme. I don't so know like, nothing. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. I don't know nothing don't know about nothing. that. Only dead I'll leave the palace, said ex-president <laughs> Cotulio Cor- Dornales Vargas when he was being pressed by opposition parties to leave presidents. Oh, geez. If Pita couldn't be a good mayor, maybe sh- uh, you should never vote for me again, said by Paulo Maluf. <laughs> In the campaign for the 1996 San Sao Paulo city elections, where he supported Celeso Pita. Pita was later involved in corruption scandals and served time in prison. Oh, good. Like, <laughs> the quote is basically, <laughs> the you're list. the idiots who voted for me. What are you going to do? <laughs> that is just, <laughs> I love that he's just like, great guy. If you can't be a good mayor. Oh, he did what? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, That's shit. why I love this one. The irony of it. I drink... I drink it because it's liquid. If it were solid, I would eat it. Said by Juanio, Juanio Quadros when asked by a reporter why he used to drink. If it, was, is- if it was gas, I would breathe it. And if it was a non-Newtonian solid, I would jiggle it. You see, these are the that- states of matter, you see. This is the most primo politician answer I've ever seen in my life. Because the guy was obviously being like, Hey, you have a drink. You're an alcoholic. Why do you drink so much? And he's just like, if it was solid, I would eat it. Would it's eat a liquid. It. That's why I drink things. And it's like, <laughs> totally avoided the question. Stupid. 
Um, and the last one, you bum, you bum, respect <laughs> sick people. Said by Gilberto Kassab when throwing a protester out of a public hospital. You absolute bum. You bum. Anyway, next time we will start with Canada. Oh, I can't wait to hear about We're Canada. We're going to get to Canada. So how about we go on to your next seg- segment. You bum. You bum. <laughs> you bum. Have some respect for hungry people. Huh? Hungry people. Ooh. I have for you a pes- press release uh, from Pizza Hut, America's uh, foremost uh, in, in uh, disappointing pizza. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were going <laughs> to simp for Pizza Hut, and I was like, we don't get pay a promotion, but we would Pizza Hut if you gave us a little this, money. I'd go like it's not it's edible. This is uh, reported like a real news article, so it starts off with Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> it's reported like this is actual news. <laughs> like this happened in a real place called Dallas. Yeah. Mm, Quote: yeah. Would you like a proposal with your order? Unquote. Starting today, consumers no. visiting PizzaHut.com can answer yes to that question and purchase the 10k dinner, the 10k dinner box proposal package, an epic collection of proposal goodies inspired by the new $10 dinner box on the Pizza Hut menu. Pizza Hut is offering only 10 of these exclusive packages for just in time for Valentine's Day at a cost of ten thousand ten dollars each. What? Uh, well, wh- The $10,000? The $10 dinner proposal package includes a ruby engagement ring, limo service, flowers, fireworks, a photographer, videographer, and of course, the most importantly, the mouth-watering new $10 dinner box. Oh, that's that's what really is going to amp up the romance. The whole romance package is $10,000, but we did have to include the cost of the $10 dinner box in there for you. We're not just giving it away. You know, listen. The ruby we calculated the ruby, the limousine, the ruby also might be plastic. Ooh, yikes! For um, ten thousand dollars, I sure hope not. Fitting all of these amazing items into one package echoes the feat pulled off oh inside the new Pizza Hut ten dollar dinner box, which includes one medium, <laughs> si- one topping rectangular pan pizza, five breadsticks with marinara sauce, and ten cinnamon sticks, and a sweet icing cup for one box for only ten dollars. Theo, I just said that we're not advertising for Pizza Hut. This is not an official this is, advertisement. This is a press you release. I'm just the release, delicious I'm just... <laughs> cream that you get or the dipping sauce. You got to make sure we're not you advertising for them. But if I were, I would tell you about the fact that they fit all of this in for just ten dollars in some kind of box. Yes, you say. Quote: Convenient for the entire family. Quote: If we're able to fit pizza, breadsticks, and dessert into one box for only ten dollars. Why stopped there? Asked Kurt Kane, <laughs> Pizza Hut CMO. <laughs> it's like he's like, that's why I put a human head in the box with it. What's in the box? <laughs> Our customers. I, <laughs> I you can't. open it up and there's just a, a, a miniature why universe. And he's there? like, why stop there? I put everything <laughs> put into everything the box. In the box. It all comes from Pizza Hut box. Quote, our customers want the best of everything. From their food to memorable (laughs) life experiences. So we decided to make one of those experiences, the marriage proposal, second to none, and offer it at PizzaHut.com right alongside the new $10 dinner box. Believe it or not, I'm calling bullshit. Kurt Kane. Next from Taco uh, Bell. Kurt Kane from Pizza Hut. uh, You've gone too far, and you've assumed a lot about your pizza-loving customers who just want a value meal. Yeah. 
I don't go to Pizza Hut for like delicious pizza. I could make my own pizza now if, if you, I want the primo were, stuff. If you were planning on proposing to your significant other and you saw this option and you're like, sounds good. I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring that up at the end. <laughs> Who do they think their customers are? They apparently think that like the Elon Musk is coming out. <laughs> And he wants to propose. To I want Grimes the too. I want the quote to them to for, from them to be like, "Our brand is built on solid relationships, which is why we're having this proposal, which will definitely not result in broken broken relationships." Oh, this is this is the trashiest and this yet most expensive proposal you could 10, do. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. So who's doing it? You're not going to do it. Like, is there some guy in a trailer park that's just like, well, they said a bo- <laughs> like, I like the box. You get a pizza with it. So like a pretty good deal, I guess. It's a ruby. <laughs> it's a ruby. With only 10 packages being offered at PizzaHut.com, those looking to pop the question in a, in a unique way will need to act fast. Here's a closer look at the $10 oh, really? dinner box proposal package. Ruby engagement ring, a stunning ruby stone flanked by shimmering diamonds. I mean, it's got that has to be real for the price of ten thousand dollars. There's no bedazzled, other bedazzled, bedazzled little plastic gems next to it. Limo service, pick up your sweetheart in style before popping the question. Flowers, no proposals complete without a spectacular bouquet of her flavor, favorite flowers. Fireworks, a perfectly timed fireworks display will vault this proposal into the record books. Photographer, photos taken from the happy couple before, during, and after the moment. <laughs> yes, it's Honey? going to be an absolute moment. Honey, why is somebody taking our picture before? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, dang it. <laughs> He's I, taking, he has the flash on. He's in I, a I love. I love this ring, but is the ruby in the shape of a pizza? I, I don't know how I Honey. feel about that. No, no, no! It's a pepperoni. It's, you need oh, to, it's a pepperoni. It is distilled sauce. It has. A, you see, there's actually a mosquito, like the amber from Jurassic Park. It's <laughs> solidified pizza sauce. Videographer capturing a video of the moment she says yes. Uh, that's that's presuming work it a work lot. It. That's presuming work a lot. It. And last, ten dollar dinner box, hands down the most vital and appetizing piece of the package. Honey, Cut. this is beautiful. Is that a pizza? I can't <laughs> set up for you, honey. I know how much you love Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. <laughs> and for an extra $1,000, we can ensure the photographer, videographer, and limo driver are not drunk. And we'll that sign non-disclosure, ab- <laughs> non-disclosure agreements telling no one of this ever happening. Mm-hmm. How embarrassing that would be to tell this story. I, I got grifted by a multi- National corporation. <laughs> I got grifted. I got absolutely proposal. grifted. Uh, oh, I love I, that. I, I love that. Know. They have only ten because they're like nobody's actually going to use that. Like ten people max so, are ever going to do it. Okay, so this is unprepared piece of the segment, but this this news article uh-huh. was actually first uh, aired in 2012. It's an old one, and I did Ooh. just you know I didn't bother to prepare this ahead of time. I should have, but follow up. But we have follow-ups. We have a follow-up. We have follow-up. We okay, have. I want to hear. We have from howtheyasked.com slash Pizza oh Hut Proposal. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to read along for yourself. Uh, okay. How we met. My fiance and I met when I was 16 and he was 18 years old. We dated for a short time and decided we'd go our separate ways. A year went by and we re- reconnected. And now seven years later, we are more, more in love than ever. Engaged to be married. Call me crazy, but I knew he was the man I was going to marry one day. It was truly love at first sight. How they asked. He wanted the proposal to be special for me and to have no idea that it was coming. So he popped the question on a completely random night, a Tuesday. 
I had just gotten oh. back from a long week, a week long vacation to Florida with a girlfriend of mine. And little did I know, a few days later, I was going to be proposed to. We decided that we would order our favorite pizza, Pizza Hut. <laughs> when we want to treat ourselves, pizza is usually our go to food. So Tuesday, December 9th, 2014, my day started the same day as the same way as it always does, Monday to Friday. I woke up, I went to work, and went straight to Johnny's house after work. Johnny called me as soon as he left work and told me that he ordered the pizza. It was only myself and my future father-in-law at the house at the time, and thankfully we were distracted with something on the computer. My father-in-law said that he had to do something for a minute, but that he left the money for the pizza on the counter. <laughs> he left $10,000 on the kitchen counter? You hey, moron? <laughs> hey, Susie, uh, you ever seen this site, Pornhub? Come on over and, <laughs> and take a look. I, I left a bunch of money on the counter for <laughs> some pizza like your 10-year-old's. As I opened the door, I saw a man standing with his back facing towards me and said, sorry, sir. Huh? I was about to continue, but my sentence, Johnny turned around holding a miniature pizza box. Oh, God, the ring is in a miniature pizza box. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course my, initial, my initial thought was, what are you doing here? Where is the pizza? Where's my you goddamn food, Johnny? <laughs> I'm hungry, Johnny. <laughs> and mo- that, at that moment, my life changed forever. The man of my dreams asked me to be his wife. He went down on one knee, opened the Pizza Hut box, and star- <laughs> staring at me was the most beautiful ring. And yes, we did order pizza afterwards. It came uh, with the pizza. What do you mean order pizza? Oh, afterwards? this is a this is a fraud article. This isn't the Pizza Hut package. This I, is the actual package. This oh, is ridiculous. Well, oh, this is, uh, <laughs> this is just allow it. This is We're just not some cut it. This is just some pizza base. Uh, this is just some man who put a ring in a pizza box, like. Trying to trick me. Like some asshole. Oh. <laughs> like some fucking asshole. Like I mean, fucking jerk. That's not... Is that a good... That's not That's not a great story. If if, if I was I at just, a dinner party listen, and I'm, somebody told me that story of how they got engaged, I think I would laugh in their face. I, I just <laughs> read a blog article outlining it and I have to say, not not the best proposal story I've heard by, by That was bit. not even the, the official Pizza Hut sanctioned... Style no. and it if was you're bad. gonna do it, at least do it right with ten dollar dinner proposal box. They fit it all in one box. I don't know what you're doing, Johnny. Yeah, he's putting in a little box. Did he make it? I wonder. I don't know. It's I just would a little be. Box. Imagine, imagine it was like you know how there's like a little table in uh on the little pizza like on pizzas the little plastic. It looks like a little plastic yeah. lawn table. Yeah, he just has like on top of that. <laughs> Like a mini pizza? I would love to eat a little mini pizza. <laughs> Just a couple oh, of bagel bites? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if somebody proposed with a a uh, pizza roll, a Totino's pizza roll, not sponsored by Totino's, but hey, Totino's. Um, but hey, Totino's, I do have, a, I do have a, a, a troubled history with your product. Imagine imagine somebody hid a ring inside a Totino's pizza roll and <laughs> What is this hard? But it's normally cold inside and molten. Wait, oh, it's it somehow melted the ring. <laughs> oh, I didn't think you'd find it. I thought uh, I thought your gastrointestinal ducts would just be all jammed up by the time you got here. Honey, I know how much you love Totino's pizza rolls, so I have <laughs> hid one in. You have to eat these all until you find the ring. I know that we all love Totino's in this family. And we get together every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday to get together and eat them, and then subsequently spend two hours apiece on the toilet. But I thought I'd make this one special. (laughs) Wednesday's bagel pizza day. (laughs) Bagel bagel pizza day is a special day in this household. It's a special day. How lovely and trashy all of this was. Now, from romance to um, a different kind of romance, I suppose. There are different flavors of romance? 
Uh, well, on Amazon Erotica, there definitely are. There's definitely genres. This is a segment in which I go to the best sellers for Erotica on the white website Amazon. You might have heard of it. And I look at the descriptions because they're all fucking buck wild. Now, I'm going to start with one and then I go, I'm going to go into a series. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, I've have enough of these stored that I'm starting to uh, put them into categories. Mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to segment them. To bucket sort them. Yeah. 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 So this category is uh, individual single short line descriptions. Like okay. well, short line, short line, short line. So it sounds like individual thoughts. Okay. And read. I can't wait to read them out loud because I think they're going to be even wilder <laughs> than reading them. All right, normally. all right. <laughs> um, this is the first one. Is I'll be taking this by Olivia T. Turner. I'm going to send you uh, the cover of these. I uh, I didn't don't normally send you the cover, but this one the the man's face on it is just a sight to behold. Oh no! Oh my! <laughs> it's bad on multiple levels. He's got. It. He's holding a woman over his shoulder, and just he's just basically clamping onto those cheeks. He's just hanging onto yeah. those cheeks and uh, holding her up on his shoulder. And he looks like he's having some dark thoughts here. He is. He is the prototypical dude, bro. He is. His dude hair bro. is straight a vertical a, wall. He is Johnny the, Bravo, the, but with the brown vertical- hair. <laughs> <laughs> he is he has glasses on his mouth is agape he has not had a just single a, thought in his mind in 10 years I can't tell <laughs> it does look like it's a gape i was trying oh. to like look like lean in to see it does look like his mouth is just he's just a lar- large mouth bass in this photo I'll, I'll take this give me that give me that oh by the way <laughs> here's a little side thing my brother and i uh we had a nice little like virtual digital like gaming session together and on xbox game pass there was a fighting game for power rangers yeah which was pretty good it was made by like a small team but they had goldar who's like this big he has big gold armor and he's like a blue ape man okay and i forgot his voice and he sounds like my version of a dumb bully where he's just like (laughs) rangers i'm gonna defeat you (laughs) like he literally sounds like that (laughs) And so I just kept on doing, hey, how's you, your sister's how's pretty hot. Well, how's it going? <laughs> oh, you got it. Hey, you got any, do you mind if I finish this Mountain Dew? Actually, that's a unopened gallon of Mountain You just drank it too all. Late. Yeah, I was a that's little bit. Late. I hey, figured you it was play in your Xbox? fridge, so I just took it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat these Cheetos before playing Xbox with oh, you. Please, I hope you don't the, mind. Please, that's my controller. Please, don't get... It's going to get all in the cracks. Please. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me clean it up. And he starts licking his fingers. Oh, oh, God. Anyway, this is... I'll be taking this by Olivia T. Turner. Spring break is for wild girls. I don't really know why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm neither wild nor a girl. So what am I doing these here? Are all into Every sentence I say is an individual thing. I don't really know why I'm here. This is not my scene. The excessive <laughs> drinking, the half-naked bodies, the horrible decisions being made. Oh, <laughs> the horror! Oh God, look at all. I'm just I'm just sitting here watching all these bad decisions. Please, <laughs> the horror, save me. the horror of it. The Please. horror. I'd rather be studying. What a fucking dork! Fucking dude. So I'll, I'll be taking this. Oh, should I be doing it in the dude bro voice or is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who we're, who's talking right now. He, is it the seems dude bro? To be, he seems, yeah, I presume so. He seems to be uh, studious, though, so I don't think he's a dumb jock. Maybe he's well, a dumb nerd. You can't, you can't ha- be looking like that 
be look and be a dumb and be a dumb yeah. nerd. So when my friends throw me on stage for a wet t-shirt contest, I nearly die. So I presume this is a woman. Oh, because so. there's not a lot of dude oh, yeah. ones. Right, right, <laughs> wet right. t-shirts on context. Hundreds of people are watching as the MC appears with the water jugs to show off my jugs. That's when I see him, Jackson, charging through the crowd <laughs> like a nuclear bomb about to go off. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I knew his name was Jackson because he was wearing a name tag because he worked at Best Buy across the street. He knew that he this was his, he knew this was the closest he would ever get to a female, so he came out from his shift. So here he was, Jackson, with the name tag. I could tell he was about to go nuclear because he just had twenty Jaeger bombs. <laughs> anyway, uh, first, I I feel the possessiveness in his eyes. Matt, that's frightening. If somebody looked at you and was like, you're mine now. I'm about to go nuclear on you. I'm Jackson. Apparently, this is is the fantasy, apparently. Then I feel his hands on me, grabbing me, throwing me over his shoulder, stealing me away, saving me. I don't know about saving you. You're kind of in a controlled (laughs) environment. He's He's the rich owner of the hotel, and he's not having any of this. Oh, it's that's not the why he's wearing the main ta- the name tag. No, no wet t-shirt contest. No, so wet, he, only dry t-shirt contest. So Who can I, have the I'm driest the, t-shirt? I'm going to be a wet blanket now. Wet blanket. <laughs> uh, saving me. He's the rich owner and not having this. It's not the wet t-shirt contest that he's against. Okay, maybe he's not. All right. Versus that. So what is he? It's the hundreds of people watching. He still wants me to get wet, but for an audience of one. <laughs> just me him a tight white t-shirt sh- tight white shirt and a big old jug of water that's a contest i don't mind entering all right so it seems like everybody's a willing participant here yeah this is i mean pretty i mean <laughs> she was just, like i am mortified somebody's gonna see like, me oh my god the, all these bad decisions i can't believe everyone's making such bad decisions oh hello let me make some bad decisions I want you on nuclear right now. <laughs> this next one. So this is a series of books called yep. the Mind Fuck series. Mm. But they don't do the full fuck. They have a instead. They just take out the U of fuck. Oh uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's the mind. It could book. be that could be any word on that page. I wonder what it is. Um, and these are all by S T Abby, which is obviously a fake name because you're not. <laughs> I'm J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can my name just be Stabby? Can it just... You got it. Can't just be Stabby. Here's the wildest part. Yeah. This book series, uh, the first one, by the way, is called The Risk. Have 4,600 reviews of wow. just this book. All of them have like three, four, five thousand reviews. Wow. Apparently, it's very popular, That's, and it has yeah. like four and a half stars. So people well, love this. This shit. is a good one. So SD Abby, you're apparently doing something right. St- can we just refer um, to her as Stabby from now on? Stabby, Stabby. Stabby. Is, is, <laughs> I think it is actually that. That's probably the joke, um, because the risk. They took too much, left too little. I had nothing to lose until him. I Lana. love. I love the descriptions just with vague statements that could be without <laughs> literally anything. Nothing to lose. I am a robot. <laughs> they have taken away my battery. They have taken my code. I didn't expect him. I didn't want to fall in love. But I can't let him go. These are all one lines, by the way. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Individual thing. Logan Bennett makes the world a safer place. <laughs> they don't... <laughs> Hard cut. He's, 
He's killed all the terrorists. No, uh, he's brilliant. He's a hero. He locks away the sick and depraved. That doesn't sound right. That's... <laughs> he's a bad... I'm sorry, wait. He's a bad... I'm gonna hold a finger up. Um, <laughs> um he locks actually, away the sick and depraved? Actually, it would be better if we allocated uh, appropriate resources to deal with our medical uh, uh, mental illness. Shut up, nerd. I'm going no killer. <laughs> I'll be taking these guys straight to prison. <laughs> I'm taking them straight to a wet t-shirt contest where they're gonna get... <laughs> You smoke weed? You're addicted straight to jail. Put him, in a, <laughs> put him in a hole and never get him out. He'll never see the light of day. But while he's saving lives, I'm taking them. What? <laughs> Collecting the debts that are owed to me. Ten years ago, they took from me. They left me for dead. They should have made sure I stayed dead. <laughs> There's just so many... Statements There's a lot of here. plots happening. There's a lot yeah, of plots. A lot of all happened by just a couple of word statements. I love that it's like he's he's brilliant. He's he's a hero. He he might do questionable stuff to sick and brave people. I'm terrible. I welcome to Kill Bill. <laughs> I am the protagonist <laughs> from Kill Bill, and I'm here to kill you. Uh, now I'm taking them out. Or uh, yeah, now I'm taking them out one name at a time. I've trained for too long. I've been patient. I can't stop now. Revenge is best served cold. They never see me coming. The one line, until- <laughs> just rattling, just rattling. <laughs> they never see me coming until I paint their walls red. Logan no- doesn't know they hurt me. He doesn't know about the screams they ignored. He doesn't know how twisted that town really is. Oh, jeez. He just knows people are dying. He, he just, why are all these people dying? I'm trying to put all these sick and depraved people I'm in I'm a hero. I can't have this in my town. This used to be such a nice neighborhood. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's in love with their killer. No one suspects a dead girl. And Logan what? doesn't suspect the girl in his bed. They're looking for a monster, not a girl <laughs> who loves red. He's like up in the middle of the night. He's like, I bet it's Dinkelberg. <laughs> I bet it's him. <laughs> it's the it's Flanders next door. It must be. I know it's Ned it, Who else could it be? Honey, this is a beautiful shade of red. How did you paint the walls red like this? <laughs> well, I'll never tell. Uh, oh, me. Only took a few minutes. Not a girl in love. I'm a faceless nightmare. <laughs> this You're, is a romance novel. I'm gonna kill people. They're four, gonna die. Four thousand reviews on this. What's going on yep. here? At least until I tell them the story they've pretend never happened. But in the end, will Logan choose them, or will he? We watch them burn together. Uh, graphic <laughs> adult language. Some triggers can be too much for the easily uh, disturbed reader. Yeah, no shit. I really Sexual like. Contact. I really like the. The, the way you read the last line. Or will we wait? Watch them burn together. Find out <laughs> after these short messages. Find out on the next uh, part of the series, Sidetracked. Book two in the series. They always wanted to break me, but I'm too strong now. <laughs> Untouchable. Or at least does, I was. Why is this sounding, sounding more and more like DJ Khaled? They don't want you to win. <laughs> they, they hate me. They want to keep me down. They, they I'm don't untouchable. Know I'm untouchable. <laughs> untouchable. Logan, I've had tunnel vision for one main goal for so long that I forgot there was a whole other world just outside. A whole new world mm-hmm. until Lana. She's everything <gasps> I never she's everything I never expected. She doesn't want me to what win. What does that mean? <laughs> 
and I love the fact I could never guess her her every move or reaction. Hmm. That, that that's not good. Hey, I'm gonna say, huh. if you're at dinner and you're like, "Honey, I love uh, this lovely dinner that we've been having." There's a wet t-shirt contest that's next door. I'd, I'd love, love to attend. That. Um, and she just goes, "I gotta go," and flips the table. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> like, go. I love. I love this. She's just wacky. She's, she's just wacky. A wacky lady. She, I can never guess. She's it's part of the reason. She's like she's like so random. She's fucking random. It's part of the reason I keep falling. But I also know she shuts me out. Hides every hides things from me that she can't share. One day I hope she trusts me enough to share. I don't think you could get to a level of trust where it's like, "Honey, I kill people." <laughs> that's a <laughs> level of trust. There's too just much. some hard truths about this relationship you're going to have to accept. It isn't until my job puts her at risk that I realize how fierce she is. But it doesn't stop me from doing all I can to protect her. These are full sentences now. No. I can. I should walk away to protect her better, but I can't. Instead, I'm forced to find other ways to keep her safe. Like I put her in a big vault. <laughs> <laughs> like I put her in a hole. Never see the night of day again. Sick and depraved. <laughs> she is actually sick and depraved. She should be in prison. I just hope it's enough. Though she's, she's fierce, she's still fragile. Right? I love right. it. Has graphic adult language. Very small moral compass. That's a warning. Yeah, very small. Huh? She has a tiny little moral compass. Read at your own risk, because I'm not forcing you to warp your mind. You know, but it's I did you it, if you read it. But if you if you do order this book, I'm sending you mushrooms. <laughs> I don't fucking warp your mind. But I'm coming to your house and making you do heroin while I watch. Ooh, yikes. Okay, so these next ones are a little bit shorter. Uh, Scarlet Angel, book three in the series. To kill a monster, you have to be twice as monstrous. You gotta no, become the monster. I don't think that's how it works. Listen, to kill a monster, you gotta become twice the monster. Another one. Another monster. He killed one person, I killed two. I killed two. I that's became not gonna twice lead to escalation monster. or anything. No, I'll double it. Whatever you got, double it. Double it. To love a monster, you have to share your soul. I'm so, no. Mm, hmm? Is this I think true? The, Is this true? Honey, honey, I'm really <laughs> just Frankenstein. I hope you'll share my soul. <laughs> what if he goes, looks like I have to be twice a monster. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Well, I guess I'm going to have to be a double Frankenstein. I don't know what to tell you. It's just how this relationship is going to work. Double Frankenstein. Logan Bennett makes me want to have a future not tainted by the constant hunger for revenge. Doesn't mean I can stop, though. Does, doesn't mean I want to stop. It just means I want more. One day. But how, <laughs> she's like a murderer, just like, maybe I'll become a domestic housewife. Maybe. I don't One know. day. Would old me. But how do you make a good man love the monster inside you without stripping his soul away as well? <laughs> <laughs> He's all the best parts of all me right I want now. Is him to love me without him becoming a soulless husk of a human, double monster, <laughs> twice a monster, uh, resurrecting bits of my heart I forgot could even exist. He makes me feel something other than cold. He also thinks I'm weak and fragile. Something I laugh about to myself while secretly soaking in all his protectiveness and concern. Honey, I just don't <laughs> think you should like. It's COVID's Omicron's really messing with people, and she's just like. Little does he know <laughs> that I murder people without it feels, a mask. It feels particularly irresponsible to put all of your money into crypto right now. Have you seen how it's performing? 
He thinks I'm so vulnerable. He thinks I'm he thinks I'm fragile, but it, really, <laughs> it only my ego is fragile. Uh, if anyone touches him, harms him, or even threatens him, they should probably run because his girlfriend is a little bit fucking crazy. I added the fucking part because it seems in character. They just don't know it yet. Be warned, some of the flashbacks in this one do get a little bit more intense and detailed than the ones prior in, to this book. Even Anyone smaller, with sensitive triggers should skip it. Oh, shit. Uh, fourth book, All the Lies. To understand the monsters in the world, you have to get inside their heads. So first it's you got to become a double monster, and then you got to get inside the double monster head. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the picture here. It's a dangerous place to be, especially when you start to empathize and lose your own sense of morality. But that's never happened to me. I don't think you can be a good judge if hmm. if you've gone off the deep end. If they're in your, <laughs> I've investigated myself and I'm fine. I don't. I don't think I'm being manipulated by insane people, or am I? Am I the insane mm-hmm. one? I've never felt conflicted on any case. Right is right and wrong is wrong. That's it's simple, black and white. There's no such thing as gray area. I do think they're switching back and forth between the characters in like I can read it and it's like this yeah, sounds like right. the guy. But they didn't say it was they him. Don't say until, it. So I yeah, had to realize right. You have to um, intuit that, yeah. Yeah. Uh but fuck this case. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? I don't know what side I'm on anymore. I don't understand how this town can continue to function without breaking under the weight of the life they spun and w- lived. I don't think any cop has ever been like, I don't know. They seem to have a good point. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of gray in this case, you know. I don't know. They seem to all believe the same lie. Maybe I'm the one who's wrong. Maybe this Al Capone guy's got some good <laughs> ideas about alcohol. Uh, every time I find a shard of truth, my gut twists. My heart beats faster. I hate this place a little more. Every time I think I've ha- heard the worst, another truth is dug up from the ashes of more burning lies. Worst of all, I don't even know to trust anymore. My head is all messed up. Oh, it's all messed up. And I don't know. I'm, I pride myself on being impossible to fool. M- me too. Uh, Nobody's ever <laughs> fooled me before. I, I, keep- I walk up to magicians and I just shoot them if they try to. <laughs> This is this is someone in D and D who tries to roll insight, but it's a it's a blind roll. So they're really yeah. confident every time that they they're not being tricked. I know uh, I'm not being tricked. Uh, I think I'm good. Uh, I'm an ex- expert at knowing when someone is lying to me. I never believed in being blinded by love until Lana. I don't. Okay, in, no. Until I'm gonna Lama. say. Uh, Based on Lana's things, she I don't think she's a uh, mastermind because she's just like, I kill everybody for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I cannot get in her head. What is she thinking? He's like, no one's ever fi- fooled me once. I'm a good cop. And she's like, I murdered your sister because she now, looked at you funny. This this next one, this is the last book, Painted All Red. This is the original one I found. Okay. And then I went back and read the other ones that they were funny. Um. I think Lana's gonna is doing well on this one. Hush, little baby. Oh God! Don't say a word. Oh God! That's will how we Luke, start out. Yeah. Will Logan choose them, or will we watch them burn together? Do you want to play a game? It's time to fuck with their minds. It's oh. time to finish it all. Oh, Lana! It's time please. to paint it all red. Oh no, Lana! Monsters don't usually wish for happily ever afters. That's the end of it. That's the end of the series. 
Murder spree. Romantic. How romantic. Oh, romance, romance. We love romance. That's how the the series ends, and that's how Segment City ends this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Segment City. If you have any segments that you want to propose, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, at Segment City, our YouTube, Segment City. Check out our other episodes, including episode 100, which is our This American Life episode. We worked really hard on it, so please uh, give us some patronage to So it. please fucking respect that we work hard, okay? We deserve your goddamn respect. Okay? Somebody to give patronage to. That'd be Rachel Robinson. Thank you, Rachel. She does our intro music, which we are infinitely grateful for. Infinitely. Infinitely. There's no end to the gratitude that we have for Rachel. Rachel, thank you. Thank Rachel, you. we implore you. Please really accept implore. our thanks. So we're going to end with our last segment of the day, which is List of unusual deaths on Wikipedia. Mm. Last time we had a guy who laughed to death mm-hmm. uh, when he painted an old lady as Aphrodite. This one is for Pythagoras. Huh. You know who Pythagoras is, right? Yeah, Pythagoras theorem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is circa 495 BC. Ancient sources disagree about Greek philosopher Pythagoras died. But one late and probably apocryphal legend reported of both Dionysius. Oh, this is impossible to say. Dionysius Laertius, a third-century AD biographer of famous philosophers. I do love that, by the way. When it's like this man from seven hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. I know the deets. <laughs> we know. We know exactly I what got he's this doing. Thing. Um, and Libicius, a neo. Platonist philosopher states that Pythagoras was murdered by his political enemies. Supposedly, he also managed to outrun them, but he came to a bean (laughs) field and refused to run through it because he had prohibited beans as ritually unclean. Ew, yucky! (laughs) Yucky, yuck, yuck, yuck! Ew, 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 ew. Since cutting through the field would violate his own teachings, Pythagoras simply stopped running and was killed. Jesus this, Christ. This story may have been fabricated, but I think it's funny. <laughs> He's just like, oh, these are fucking gross. These are, you know what? I'm going to die you know clean. What? I'd rather die clean than go through this bean field. I, but anyway, that's the, I, I would run through a bean field. That, that's the easiest choice in the world. I think only he would die from that. That's I, why wouldn't I, be, I wouldn't be able to identify a bean field from a bowl of cereal. Or be. What? Are beans on vines? I you're asking the wrong dude. I think. I think they're on vines. Well, I know send it to Segment City Podcast at gmail.com <laughs> if if beans are on vines or not. And thank you for listening. We love Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye bye. Val- Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>